Welcome to Yes Mother Podcast. Um, this is normally a podcast about the A&E show Bates Motel, but that is done. So right now and tonight we are going to just be, we're going to just discuss what we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm Em. <laughs> and I'm Sue. And welcome everybody. Yep, welcome guests. Welcome to the other side of season two. <laughs> no new episodes. Boo hoo. <laughs> I was really sad on Monday that I didn't have another Bates Motel to watch. We're going to try and, and keep this going and keep it fresh and keep it interesting so that we all have something to do in between. Yes, in fact, and this might only pertain to a percentage of our listeners, but. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um. <laughs> So on the Facebook page, we've been we got into Buffy talk. Oh, I think surprise, that... surprise <laughs> happens. You'll know why someday soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, uh, our listener Carrie, well, she asked us about good podcasts about Buffy, and I told her a few that I knew of. Um, I don't listen to too many of them. Few and. She feels unsatisfied with the Buffy podcast choices out there. So um, wondered if we would ever do one. And I said no, <laughs> because much as I love Buffy, I am new to it. I've It's only been about a year and a half since I've been watching it. And only it's been less than a year since I finished it. And... There's just there there are college classes devoted to Buffy, and I'm what? not kidding. I'm not kidding. Ugh. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not in college anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, people. Wow. People know a lot about it, and they've studied it. And anyway, I said, you know what? If Sue is willing to watch it for us. I do something on this podcast and just, but I don't, okay, here's my beef with a lot of, and it's not really a big beef, but here's my thing. Every podcast wants to do an episode by episode. And so there's 5 million podcasts out there that cover the first couple seasons of Buffy. And it's so, I mean, there's seven seasons. There's so many episodes that, um, I they pod fade and you know pod fade. <laughs> you've never heard that term no is that a term <laughs> that's a term i love it when podcasts just kind of when people give disappear up. yep oh my gosh i love it i'm not doing an episode by episode buffy i just can't handle it neither can i <laughs> and my theory is with these new people, I mean, it's fine to do one if you're both like Buffy scholars and you're going to go episode by episode. But to make a new person stop, only watch one episode and then wait a week at best, you know, sometimes you have to wait a couple weeks till you record. And then they record a podcast about it. And then, and then after they do that, they can watch another one. And I'm just not interested in that. So what yep. I came up with is to let Sue pace it out. And we will just record 
I mean, I told her I would, I could give her assignments like, you watch these seven episodes, just let us know when you're done. If that's in a, two days, fine. But she can binge watch. I think, and a lot of people feel that Buffy is best served in a binge-watching environment. I think in today's TV watching, Buffy is best served binge-watching. I can't imagine, like, watching one episode and then having to wait a few days. Not because I think it's so great that I can't wait those. I think I would just lose interest. Right, yeah. You know? Right. So, basically, what we're going to do is we're going to separate it into its own. It's going to still be on the Yes Mother feed, but it's it's going to be its own thing. So if you're interested in Buffy, it'll, it should be, if you want to watch along and you've never seen it, this would be the podcast because we're going to, you know, we do have a newbie watching. Um, There's a newbie and we're going to try and not blow through it, but get through it quicker. Yes. And it's not going to just be one episode every time we do it. It's going to be a hunk, half a season, a third of a season, stuff like that. Sue's going to be able to watch at her own pace, and And we'll just record whenever. Yeah, and I'll, you know, I'm not going to be a jerk and, you know, just watch one here and there. I'll, you know, like the first... The first assignment Emily gave me, because I've already watched season one, so season one will not be part of this. Right, and if you are listening just for the Buffy, her talk on season one is on episode 18, what we've been watching. Yeah. So just be for the Buffy fans. I think we have, we obviously have a few. (laughs) We have enough that we've been asked a few times. We've been asked to do it. So, yeah, like Emily's first assignment to me is the first six episodes of season two. So, like that, our first episode of Sue Watches Buffy, we'll be covering six episodes of Buffy. Right. And I imagine that's kind of the pace that we're going to try and do. Yeah, I'm trying, I'm looking at the seasons and just kind of going, this will be a good place for Sue to stop and talk about it. Right, right. So I'm leaving it up to M. She's going to give me assignments. And and yeah, I think I think we can get through all seven seasons a lot better than doing it episode by episode. Yes. Cuz I can't imagine dedicating just from what I've seen so far like with season 1. I just can't imagine doing a whole podcast on one of those crappy episode you have no idea it'd be like five minutes long i'd be like hated it (laughs) (laughs) done you know (laughs) oh you'd be surprised no it's not gonna be nitpicky i'll i'll tell you that it's not gonna be a recap nope it'll be different it'll be its own little thing i'll probably come up with something like my top five favorite things, the top five things that bug me or something. It's it's going to be like a quick, you know, I, I don't imagine these podcasts even covering like six episodes of Buffy. I can't imagine lasting more than an hour. 
until we get to the lake. Unless there's like a really good one, you know. Sue doesn't know. Yet. I, She's I, only seen season one, guys. <laughs> you Buffy people, you're just going to see like probably the transgression, like the me evolve from like, eh, I'm Buffy to like, it's the best show in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, and we're going to have major philosophical discussions. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe when it comes into the later seasons, from which I understand they get better, maybe there will be longer and we only cover one or two episodes. Who knows? We'll- and you know, it's it's a little like Harry Potter and the fact that it grows with its audience. Right. You know, it started out as a high school show and it doesn't end up that way. They've gone through... High school, and there's college, and then there's what happens later, you know? Mm-hmm. Reality, the real world, whatever. It's It grows with the audience. Right, right. So, we'll see. It'll be... It's going to be a work in progress, and, like... I think every- it'll be fun, and I think it might be a little refreshing. But don't expect me to be, like, the Buffy... Um guru because i'm not right go to like the Hellmouth podcast for that that's a pretty smart podcast and we'll definitely label them as buffy so if you've got absolutely no interest just skip it yep skip it you know we we won't feel bad no you won't hurt our feelings nope not at all <laughs> so but if you haven't seen buffy and you think you might be interested i Play along. I encourage you to play along with us. It would be a lot of fun if we had some newbie writers in or something that's taking the journey with Sue. It would be a lot of fun. I I wouldn't mind some support. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as I know, there is not another podcast that's doing it like we are. So it'll be interesting. There are a few that have people watching it for the first time, but they are all episode by episode. So this is... This is the first cast I podcast I've heard about that is letting the newbie binge watch. Sweet. Which is the way Buffy should is intended. See, and I think I think that's the way to do it. Absolutely. This so. is how people watch TV these days. It is. Everyone it is. wants to binge watch. Everyone, you know, Netflix original series and everything is. And a lot of people wait for the DVDs. It's a I binge do. watching I world. I do for a lot of shows. I'll just wait. Yep. So. Anyway, should be fun. So look for that. Whenever yep. Sue watches her first, what is it, six? Yep. 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 My first assignment is season two, episodes one through six. Um, She's gonna watch through Halloween. Through I, Halloween. Yep. For the Buffy people, I figured I'd get most of the bad ones done with for season two. And then end with a good one. So she can, like, feel like she's had a sense of accomplishment once she's finished those. And she can say, all right, I think it's all good from here. And Halloween was fun. And I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) Just the best way I thought. Yep. And even if you're not a newbie, if you are a Buffy fan, it might be a fun way to watch it, too. You get to binge watch... You know, yes. six episodes or so at a time and hear someone who's never seen him talk about him. Yeah, and we encourage 
your feedback and we encourage um, quotes, ratings, whatever you want to do. Yep, and I'll, I'll be to the yes mother stuff. We're not, we're not. We are not that adventurous. Fluffy emails no. or anything. So send it to the yes mother. Yes, send it to yes mother, but please label it Buffy. Um, I usually am the one that I my I get the uh, I get all of the Google stuff comes right to my phone, just right onto my screen when they come in. So I'm usually the one that catches them anyway. But. It would be helpful if you labeled them Buffy in case you're going to say something spoilery um, or if you want to send in your stuff so you get it in on time and Sue hasn't quite finished yet. Right, because we've got, I think, about 40 weeks or so before Bates Motel starts again. <laughs> we have the greater part of a year. <laughs> oh, man. If we so, don't laugh, we cry. <laughs> so, oh. And we want to we want to put content out there as much as we can. So this is a good way to put content out there. Yeah, this should be fun. And we're going to do other stuff too. Yeah, we'll Not, still be what we've been watching. What we've been watching. Every once in a while. And we're going to do the Psycho movies. Yep, we want to do the Psycho sequels and our top ten, you know, movies and TV shows. And yeah, so... I'm looking forward to it. This is a really nice way to like fill in that gap. Yeah, this will be fun. You know, so maybe uh, next year during the gap, you can have something for me. Hmm, <laughs> like maybe some Battlestar Galactica or something. Oh yes. Mm. Oh, that'd be fun. Something I'll actually like that. Start that back up. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe you should wait. No, actually, that's kind of a good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> Gives me a chance to watch it again, too. <laughs> watch you love Buffy so much, you, like, finish it in a couple months, and then, then we can do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and I'm like, give me more assignments, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to record right now, because I want to watch the next episode. <laughs> So I honestly, and I don't want to scare you away, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until season five that I really got into it. And I'm not saying it's not good until then. <laughs> that sounds so far away. <laughs> um, the fandom is kind of split between mm-hmm. people who think the first few seasons are the best and people that like the last few seasons. And someone's kind of figured out that the people that watched it while it aired like the first seasons, and the people that binge-watched like the last seasons. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, so that's an interesting thing. And just knowing you, I'm mm-hmm. sure you'll be more like me and like the latter seasons. Okay. Well, I'm willing to do it. That's... Well, I really, I'm not saying it's not good until then, but it's when it really, it's when it would, I would have been calling you at 11 at night saying, we have to record because I need to keep watching. <laughs> 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 and I really, I am going to try and let you watch the real good ones all in a row, you know? Right. I'm not going to be greedy and say, we got to hear what you are going to think about this, because I think you can take notes while you're watching and... Still let us know these things. Oh, sure. Yeah. 
So I like, I kind of like how we're going to do this. I think it'll be interesting. One thing we're going to be doing. Yeah. I think one thing that we should talk about at the beginning of this one is the contest. Okay. Yeah. Get that out of the way. So Emily and I are planning on recording our season two wrap up probably on Wednesday, May 28th. Yes. So that's going to be, we're also on, on that episode is when we're going to draw names for the contest. And if this is your first listen to us, um, I bought, we've got some Bates Motel merchandise. We've got a couple of night lights and some towels and soaps. We've got four different prizes to give away. And anytime you send us feedback by email or leave us an iTunes review or follow us on Twitter or join our Facebook group, you get a entry into the contest. And the deadline to get into the contest is going to be, what did we decide, midnight? On the 27th. On the 27th. Eastern time. Yeah, so... Yeah, so midnight Eastern time, May 27th is the deadline to get in on the contest. And then that's also, we want people to send in, you guests to send in your top fives of season two, because we want it to be a season two wrap up. Emily and I are going to do our top fives, and we'd love to read as many top fives from our guests as possible. So get those in. You've got two weeks to do it as of today. Yeah. So the that's, day we record, yes. Yes. So that's plenty of time. Send it to yesmotherpodcast at gmail.com. You know, send us your top five, Your just your top five favorite things about season two. We'll read them on that podcast, and we'll also take care of the contest, draw the names on that episode as well. So May 27th is your deadline to get all that in. Cool. All right. I think we got all the business out of the way. Yep. All right. So besides, well, while I was catching up with uh, Mr. Selfridge, I noticed a uh, New Pioneers of Television. Do you ever watch that? Yes. Love, love it. it. So love I watched, um, have you, did you watch Acting Funny? Yes. Yeah, I watched that. Um, I And then I looked back and I noticed I haven't watched any since the superheroes one, so I've got like three to watch. I'm excited. Oh, nice. I just kind of forgot about it. I love PBS. I you know love what? PBS I love so PBS. I do too. Great programming. I'm I'm telling you, PBS is probably on fifty percent of the time at my house, <laughs> if not more. We have cable, so it's not. But <laughs> I don't. go to the website a lot. <laughs> I just I used to I used to watch the Independent Lens every single week, and I haven't watched that for a long time. I'm sad. I love Independent Lens. I love Frontline. I love Nova. Yep. It's all good. Some people turn their nose up at PBS. And that's a that's a mistake. 
<laughs> yep. Nope. That's weird. Anyway, I love it. The Pioneers of Television is a lot of fun. I love Pioneers of Television. Yeah, so I watched that, and I've got more to watch, and I'm excited about that. Um, Mad Men's been good. Only two more episodes. I'm so sad. There's only two more? Yes. How, didn't it just start, like, the other day? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's shorter. The season is shorter than... Oh, aren't they? Space they're Hotel. breaking it up, right? Yes. Okay. That's right. I heard that. I am really, really going to be sad in two weeks. <laughs> That's right. They're doing like seven episodes and then seven episodes like a year from now. <laughs> Hate that. Yes. It's just, I don't know. I've been in Mad Men land, and I haven't been watching it except for every week, except I've been reading so much about it. I've been reading. <laughs> uh, just been in that little Mad Men blanket, and it's going to go <laughs> That's going to be naked. <laughs> Good thing you have, like, a Buffy assignment thing for me. <laughs> no, that'll cheer me up. <laughs> Because I've never watched the commentaries, and so I'm going to get the DVDs, and I'm going to watch the commentaries to prep myself so I sound smarter <laughs> about Buffy. Oh, right. So you are you going to watch them along with me? Yeah. Oh, right on. So I okay. can, like, know what to say. I mean, I probably will, but... Right. Okay, cool. They'll be fresh. Right on. Okay, so I... Besides just catching up on what I watch normally this out now. Um, I watched a series on Netflix, which is a, it was a series, uh, an original series that I had never heard of. Did Have you ever heard of Derek? Yes. I watched a couple of them. Did you? With uh, Ricky Gervais? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the whole thing this week. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. I watched a couple and then had to, like, put it away because I was like, I need to watch this when I can pay more attention. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. I am a huge Ricky Gervais fan. He Same. He kills me. I think he is one of the funniest humans on this earth. I, I love just, his laugh. I just love him. I can see a snapshot of him and start laughing. <laughs> You know, he doesn't even have to be doing it. It's just a snapshot, and I laugh. I love his laugh so much. I love him so much. I love his teeth. I love his smile. I know. I, I love him. Love him. Love him. So I pretty much, if he's, you know, he if he's there, I'm there. Yep. I love his, like, uh, podcast stuff, and I was so pleased to see Carl Pilkington show up on Derek. I don't know who that is. Oh, you don't know Carl Pilkington? Now, we listen to quite a few Richard Gervais things um, on our drive to the Radiohead concert on our road trip to Arizona. Yes, yes, yes. Do you remember the Richard Gervais stuff? I do. Carl is the um, the idiot guy. That, oh, okay, okay. Yep, I know who like you're talking the, about. That wrote the Holiday Journal. Yes. <laughs> I just didn't recognize his name. Yes, oh I, gosh, I haven't listened about. to that in so long. Those are podcasts I can just 
keep and just listen to when I want to laugh. They're like a comedy album, you know? Right, right. You just want to revisit. Yes. Oh, and you've never, I'm guessing then you've never seen An Idiot Abroad? Oh, I no, I haven't. I've heard of it, but I haven't. That's on Netflix now. It's pretty yeah. new on Netflix the last few months, I'm guessing. I remember seeing it and going, I've, I've heard this is funny. Yeah, but I haven't seen it yet. They basically just send Carl out in the world and make him do stuff. Okay, so it's that guy. Okay. It's Carl again. Yeah. And Carl is the guy that plays the um, the Candyman guy in Derek. I only saw, like, the first two okay. episodes of it. Okay, well, anyway, Carl Pilkington's in it, and that is a great thing. And it's basically, okay, Derek is, a, it takes place in, like, a assisted living center, which I had a very assisted living center heavy week, which is weird. I don't know, not that weird, <laughs> I guess. But I, I just found it odd that I watched it, and then yesterday I went to an assisted living center to watch a program my daughter was in for her school. They went there. Mm-hmm. And that night, and I was, I actually, <laughs> this is odd, I had two different assisted living centers I was supposed to be at at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> one was one was just for a church program, um, I didn't have to be there, but it, I was, was kind of, I kind of said I'd be there. Right. But I ended up at a different one. Plus, I watched a whole series on assisted living centers. I just thought, that's weird. <laughs> that's weird, isn't it? Kind of. <laughs> um, anyway, so Ricky Gervais plays this guy that kind of works there, kind of just hangs out there. I guess he's on the staff, isn't he? Yes. He seems to be, yeah. Yeah, he's on the staff, but... He's um, mentally he needs to live there himself. <laughs> yes, he's a little he's he's mentally challenged. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, honestly, he does such a good job playing this guy, and he's so lovable and so cute. And it's Ricky Gervais, and just this lovable, wonderful guy, you know. <laughs> Kind of a slow, kind of a special guy with the best Heart his hair is the best. His hair is so cute. And his tics. <laughs> I honestly get lost in his character and I mm-hmm. my mind forgets it's Ricky Gervais. He's really good. He just, he came up, you know, with his little tics and just the stuff he does. One of them is keeps fixing his bangs. <laughs> He's yep. got this little sweepy thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's darling. It's it's really fun. It's really good. It's heartwarming. It's a little heavy-handed once in a while, mm-hmm. but um, that's okay. But it's totally written and directed and acted by Ricky Gervais. So if you're one, if you're a fan, and people are saying that I think it came out in like October, but I never even heard about it. But people are saying it's kind of the next Office, and it's done in a documentary um, style, also. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. If you haven't seen The British Office, you should watch that, too. (laughs) I saw that before I saw The American Office. But I only did that because I just happened to have a brother-in-law that gave me the DVD set for Christmas. Yeah. 
I was like, I'd never heard of it. I'm like, what's this? <laughs> no, Derek, it's been on Netflix. It's been on Netflix for a while. Cause... I think I, I think I looked, and it came out like this fall. Okay. Because I remember like seeing it. I think it. You know how Netflix like recommends things for you. Yeah. I think it recommended it to me right when it came out, and I was looking at the photo, and I was like, "Is that Ricky Gervais?" Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just got like this goofy smile, and that sweater. <laughs> yeah, the sweater is. <laughs> it yeah. was really entertaining. It was cute, and it was. It's a good it was one of those things that like. I like put it on while I was doing other stuff and I was like, this needs my attention. You're more. like, nope. I gotta yep. come back. <laughs> it's only this about isn't... seven or eight and they're only 30 minutes there. Yeah. Yeah. They're short and there's not a lot of them, but, but yeah, it was just one of those. I put it on and I was just like, I need to pay more attention to this because this is hilarious. Yeah. So worth watching for sure. Yeah. And there is going to be a second season from what I can tell. So that'll be fun. Well, and if I remember right, because it has been since, like, yeah, like, October, November since I watched them. But even, like, the old people, isn't it old people? Yeah, and some of them, you look some on the credits, are... they have the exact same names. I know, and they're great. <laughs> they're so great. <laughs> so, right on. Okay. That's good. If you're looking for something like that. Um... No, I'm glad that you reminded me of that. I'm going to... Because I kind of forgot about it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It it was a fun little watchy. Like I said, a little heavy-handed once in a while. But I don't know. I can forgive that. If it's good enough. It was good. If it's heavy-handed and cheesy and bad, I can't forgive it. (laughs) But if it's really well done, well acted, and then a little heavy-handed, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, if it's not a Lifetime movie... Yeah. Heavy-handed. Yeah, I've got one more. There's one thing of his I've never watched, and that is Extras. Have you watched that? I have not, but I want to. That's on my list. Just something I've been meaning to check out someday. Did you see that movie he did, That um, the lying one? The... I remember when it came out. Did you see it? No. Was it, like, written by him or anything? Yeah. Oh, was it? I think it was written and directed by him. Huh. Maybe I will check it out. I just thought it was some sort of weird movie he just decided to star in. It didn't really capture my interest. I I can't remember what it was called. But, gosh, I think I even saw it. No, I didn't see it in the theater. Maybe I... Yeah. But, yeah, it's something... I can't remember what it's called, but it's, like, People can't lie or they have to lie. I can't remember. It's been a couple years. But, yeah, he. I think he wrote it and directed. Huh. I think. Yeah. He had more than just acting in it. He at least wrote it. I'll put it okay. out there. Well, I will check. I'll see. Maybe. It was kind of controversial. People got all upset about it. What was controversial about it? Um, I don't know. Something about God. <laughs> uh, well, he's an atheist, a very outspoken yeah. one. Because it's it it's about like 
people have to tell the truth. I I can't remember. I can't remember. But it was it was a little bit controversial, but it was good. Alright. Yep. Um and there's a there's a great Dane in it, I believe. Hey. Hmm. Um, I was gonna say, Derek beats out Base Motel too. In seven episodes, there were two Radiohead songs. what's funny is because Ricky Gervais's Desert Island Discs he played Bones by Radiohead as one of his Desert Island Discs and then he played that well he talked about why he liked it because it's about frailty and getting old and all of that and so it made sense that he would play it I just thought oh this is one of his Desert Island Discs and he put it in (laughs) the show And then, and then there was a track from Kid A on another episode. A really obscure one that was like, sweet, deep tracks, deep radiohead tracks. Nice. Anyway, so, yeah, beat out, bait. <laughs> Two and seven episodes. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, not a lot of shows do radiohead, very few. Oh, yeah. Anyway. That is mine. That's it. That's all you've been watching? Are you caught up on Selfridge? I have 15 minutes left of the episode. I had to stop because Scott came home from school or something, and I'm like, nope. Uh, cool. Okay. Um, well, I've got, I've got some things I watched. I, um... I finished, I finished season one of Firefly. Ooh. Did you watch Serenity? No. Am I supposed to? Is that when you're supposed to watch Serenity or something? Yeah. Serenity is... It's like the next episode. Yeah. You, oh. If you finish Firefly, you got to watch Serenity. Well, I just... I finished season one. Is there only one season of Firefly? Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, I think you're bad. done, except for... Let me check. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> I just figured I'd go to see all seasons on Netflix and click on season two. There's only one season? Well, that's the big controversy. Oh. It's always on my list, like right fires. I thought I had at least another season or two. Oh, Sue, no. That was the thing. Oh. It was just getting its ground, and this was a fox. Someone canceled it, and oh, man, people were so mad. Oh. Yeah, you're done. What? 14 episodes, that's it. Oh. And then Serenity. Well, because my note is I really liked it. We'll be watching the other seasons. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shoot. Wow. Are you glad that you weren't watching in real time and you were like, no! Heck yeah. And you, no. can see, you can see why they... Okay. There's a certain joke I've heard on uh, Big Bang Theory that makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Oh, just Sheldon. Sheldon says something about Waiting, they can't watch something because season two of Firefly will be starting. Oh, 
he he controls what they watch on TV. So, okay. So, so he is making them wait like he's holding something over their heads that's never going to be? Something like that. It's, yeah, it's... Because Sheldon controls what they watch on TV and... I think one of them mentions some show, and he's like, no, 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 that's when season two of Firefly is going to start. <laughs> <laughs> so now that joke makes a lot more sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I think that's sad that you were like, all right, good. I'm excited to watch the next season. <laughs> I know, I know, because I felt so accomplished. I'm like, okay, finish season one, and then I'll do something <laughs> else, and then I'll start season two. <laughs> Well, shoot. <laughs> got a movie. Well, I, I did like it. That's, wow, that's really too bad. Now, now I'm like an angry fan. And <laughs> <laughs> but one thing I did notice, okay, so the, um, the, the one guy, oh, now I can't think of his name, um. So not the main guy, but like like the one that's kind of like jerk the, guy? the bigger kind of jerky guy. Jane, I think. Yes, Jane, Jane, Jane. That's his name. Yes, because there's that one episode where they like have that statue of him. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. So Jane. Um. So it was bugging me and bugging me and bugging me on. Like he looked so familiar to me. Uh-huh. And then I figured it out. He was, and this is going to be a really old school movie to people, but he was the bodyguard in My Bodyguard. My Bodyguard. What is Do you that? remember that movie? It it came out when I was a kid, so you were probably even, well, you were younger because you were like, <laughs> 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 there was this movie in like, early to mid eighties where it was like a kind of like a nerdy kid in high school that got bullied and he like hired, he like hired this tough kid at the high school to be his bodyguard. And they like ended up becoming, it it ended up being like a release. It was one of my favorite movies, like when I was a kid and Jane was the bodyguard in my bodyguard. I see. Yeah. All right. I um. I just IMBD'd it. I loved that movie so much. <laughs> Matt Dillon was in it. Yep. Is this the right one? Yeah. Nineteen eighty. Yep. Was Matt Dillon the little kid? He would have been pretty young, wouldn't he? No, Matt Dillon was the bully. He oh. he was one of the guys that. That would tease the kid that hired Jane to be the bodyguard. Okay. So, yeah, 1980. So, I would have been, like, nine years old. I loved... This was one of my favorite movies. I love those movies. (laughs) (laughs) I loved it so much. Because, like, it was such a nerdy kid. I I think he, like, moved into town and... I don't know. Needed a bodyguard. Matt Dillon like bullied him and so he hired like this guy and it was Jane from from Firefly and they ended up like being pretty good friends. 
So anyway. Okay, so that's I guess I'm done with Firefly then. I guess I need to watch No, Serenity. you've got Serenity. Serenity is really good. Now is that a TV show or a movie? It's a movie. Okay, so I need okay, so watch Serenity. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Okay. Um I finished True Detective. Okay. And I loved it so much. Ooh. Did you start it or anything? No. Oh, man. Worth it, huh? Oh, it's so good. It is so, 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 so good. I loved the last episode or two. We're just fantastic. It, it is such a good show, Em. It, How many so episodes? Good. I think like 10, maybe. Oh. Not I lot. ought to start it because you don't want to binge it, right? It's like gritty. I couldn't binge it because it was so gritty. I I could only watch like one at a time, sometimes two. But, oh man, it is so good. And just, I love the way it ended. I loved it. I There was one little part of the ending that I was just like, it. But for the most part, oh, loved it. So good, so good. Um, so watch it so that we can talk about it. Okay, I will. And then I watched, um, I rented the Veronica Mars movie. Oh, yeah. And really liked that very much. So they did a good job there. They did. So, for someone like me who just kind of binge watched Veronica Mars and then the movie was already out, so it's just at the tip of my finger, finger, so I watched it, it all worked really well for me. So, I liked it. It was really fun to see. It was really fun to just see who was coming back from the cast, you know. You'd be like, oh, yay, him or her, you know. Right. And they're older, so that's fun, I guess. Yeah. Do they play them at the same age, or they come back ten years later? No, it's life? ten years later. Cool. So I I thought it was fun, but I I can see why someone who was a fan while was a fan and then had to wait, maybe they'd be. I mean, I would think that they would at least thought it was good. I mean, I don't know. Well, you will be happy to know that Serenity is still on Netflix. And there is also a documentary called Done the Impossible. And it's the fan's tale of Firefly and Serenity. And it says this documentary chronicles the rise, fall, and rebirth of the cult TV show Firefly as told from the perspective of the fans who helped save it. I guess by saving it, they mean Made Serenity. <laughs> I guess I was going to say, what do you mean save? There's only one season. It's called Done the Impossible. Yeah, I might have to watch that. Yeah, I'd like to revisit Firefly and Serenity. I only watched it once. Hmm. And I liked it. Hmm. Okay. And I think that a little documentary would be fun. I'm going to put it on my list. Good, yeah. I know I have, 
I'm almost positive I already have Serenity on my list. So I'll watch it. Um, so what else have I watched? Booker spent the weekend with us. Oh, that's and, right. Uh, we watched a bunch of Doctor Who's. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get into that because I know you have like <laughs> no interest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but just for never people seen it. Who are interested, we watched um, David Tennant Doctor Who's. And he's great. He's fantastic. And I only know that there's a new one coming because someone on my newsfeed, it showed up. Someone posted, like, his new outfit, the new doctor's outfit has been leaked. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah, thought, this I is, like, a big thing. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Because <laughs> I don't think any episodes yet with the newest one have come out. People, okay. But might. they've leaked his clothes. We know who it is, and yes, and his outfit has been leaked. So I'm guessing he has the same outfit every time? Um, not as the previous doctors, but as that doctor, he probably will. I mean, Matt, Matt Smith was, um, he always had like a bow tie and... Okay. Yeah. They all, they all kind of have their own little... Look. Look, yeah. I believe the fandom was a little disappointed in this one. It wasn't special enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think the fandom's a little... This new Doctor, he's older. He's he's an older actor. Oh. Yeah, which I find great. I, I'm excited to watch him. Huh. And... Yes, I'm a Doctor Who fan, but I'm not like a huge Doctor. I'm, I... Rob had to paint the TARDIS on someone's wall. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, neither of us were like TARDIS, and he's like, "It's a, the guy's like, I'll give you a picture of it. It's just it's important to Doctor Who fans." <laughs> Rob shows it to me, and we're like, huh. "Okay, <laughs> it's, it's an acronym. It's time and." Some, yeah, it, it's an see. That's I enjoy watching Doctor Who with our nephew Booker because he loves him so much, and it's just something fun to geek out with him on. Right. And I actually will watch him sometimes on my own cam, and I used to catch him on PBS once in a while. Mm. But um, yeah, we watched uh, probably five episodes of season three with. Season three with um, David Tennant. And those were fun. And then I watched The Imposter. Ooh. Yep. I finally watched it. How did you like it? That is one of the most what the bit movies I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> then I guess you haven't seen Holy Motors. <laughs> <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> yep. What the bip. Oh, people, watch it. You've got to watch that show. It, it it's about an hour and a half. It's not long. It's it's just fantastic. Oh, I'm glad so. you watched it. This. I've been meaning to. I've been meaning to, and and so that was just the perfect. It was fresh on my mind. Right. Just sounded good. Good old documentary mm -hmm. sometimes. Totally, because the last thing I watched was another documentary hmm. called Broadway Idiot. Have you seen this on Netflix that just got added? No. 
It is um, a documentary about, you know, the Green Day album, American Idiot. Uh-huh. It became a Broadway show. <laughs> and it's like the, it's a documentary of how that became a Broadway show. Hmm. Not a big Green Day fan. Oh, really? Yeah. And Rob says it best. Where did he get that accent? <laughs> what accent? The lead singer's accent. He has an accent when he sings. Oh. It drives Rob up the wall. Oh, I haven't noticed. Because I think... I don't think he does when he talks. No. No, I don't. I don't know where he's from, but well, I know he's from America, but I don't know where from America he's from. But he has a little weird little accent when he sings. <laughs> Rob and I can't be the only ones that have noticed this. Hmm. I don't know, cause American Idiot, that album is honestly one of my. I would put it. Maybe in my top ten albums, favorite albums of all time. Really? These are things I had no idea. <laughs> Is that the one that has that one that played at every graduation and still probably does? No. Story no, of your life? No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> oh, time of your life. Yeah, no, 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 no. And it's not Dookie. No, 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 no. No, American Idiot came out, I don't know, maybe... In between the two? 2004 or 5, maybe? Yeah. It has, well, it has American Idiot. Don't want to be an American Idiot. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, it's got uh, that September song, Let Me Know When September Ends. It has 21 Guns. It, it's such a good album. I mean, seriously, it is. It is seriously one of my all-time favorite albums. Huh. And I wasn't a big Green Day fan before that. I I forgot that they were the ones that did that stupid song you were talking about the graduation song. Graduation <laughs> song, yeah. I I forgot that was even them. The picture slideshow song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because American Idiot is, seriously, it is such a good album. <laughs> and Maybe I'll have to watch it. It, it is. I would so die if I started listening to Green <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny because I can't think of what you're talking about as an accent. And I wasn't a huge Green Day fan until American Idiot came out. And it I was just... gonna say that was when you—I you, don't know—you weren't interested in modern music then. That was like my time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was like my high school stuff, Green Day, you know. <laughs> right, right, right. And I had—I had turned off the radio because right. I grew up in the '80s where music sucked. <laughs> 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 well, the music that the Utah radio stations played sucked there was good 80s music you had 
you just had to find it on your own. Sure. But yeah, I had pretty much turned off the radio because I could care less about Poison and Metallica. And oh yeah, and that, that was my like junior high and stuff. And then, you know, everyone knows Nirvana hit, and it was like, ding. <laughs> and I was perfect age for that. Right, right. I, I am Generation X. Right, and I'm kind of on the older end of Generation yeah. X. Like when Kurt Cobain died. I knew who he was, but I didn't quite know who he, you know, it, it didn't. Yeah. I was a junior and I wore a black armband. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It didn't really affect me that I, I appreciate it more now, but at that point I wasn't, I was listening. I would say that when, um, Kurt Cobain died, I was listening to a lot of, um, Tom Waits at the time and, I was really into, um, yeah, Tom Waits. <laughs> <laughs> I was and into Nirvana. Big Chestnut. <laughs> I was, I was big into chestnut. Nirvana and Pearl Jam <laughs> and Blind Melon. <laughs> it was sad. So, anywho, okay. Was that all you watched? <laughs> that's, all, that's all I watched. I was going to talk more about the Broadway idiot, but I got shut down. <laughs> <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> it was really good. Well, good. I'm glad you liked it. Mm-hmm. If I'm not a Green Day fan, would I like it? I think so. I mean, it. It's a pretty interesting documentary, and you like. Broadway stuff is it's it's like the story of how a Broadway show becomes a Broadway show because it starts out as like a repertoire show in Berkeley, California, and then moves to Broadway. Well, I will put it in my list and I will start it. It's like an hour and a half, you know. And if Billy annoys me and I'm not interested, then I'll just let you know. He's not Ganya. Because the Billy that's in it is like married Billy. It's not showman Billy. Does he still wear eyeliner? Uh Uh-uh. Well, boo. I mean, he does when he's on stage. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of, like, interviews with him where he's got no makeup on at all. And he's just talking. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And it shows the other two guys. I don't even know what their names are, so that's how much of a Green Day fan I am. I don't even know. You could know. be a Green Day fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the one that reminded me they sang that song. I, I didn't even know that was them. That tattoo song. <laughs> tattoo. I don't know. The, the graduation song, whatever you called it. Picture time of your life. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that was them. Yeah. I'm not a fan of that Green Day. I'm a fan of American Idiot Green Day. I really don't know American Idiot Green Day. I'm telling you, it's a fantastic album. Fantastic. I know the song American Idiot. I remember it vaguely. Nope. The whole album's good. It's one of those that, like, every song is so good it's like uh, so good 
It's like that David Byrne album, that Brian Eno and David Byrne, that everything that happens will happen today. One of the best albums ever, ever. Huh. I could listen to it every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's nice. Yeah. I never heard it. All right, well, that was uh, what you've been watching. Um, keep with the feedback, guys. If you have anything to say, have anything to recommend to us, we'd yeah. like to hear from you. If you have any shows to recommend, please send them. Let us know. Send yep. them to uh, at gmail.com. Send us your top five favorites of season two of Bates Modell. Yeah, we'd like to hear your opinions. And join our Facebook group. Till next time, chill yep. your own ass. Yeah, see you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, maybe we should, like, cry spoilers. Yeah, we're going to, okay. We're going to spoil the imposter, imposter. pretty big. <laughs> so <laughs> stop listening. Uh, our favorite line was the mom. I just make it a goal just not to think. Oh. <laughs> it's her life goal is not to think. <laughs> oh my gosh. Those people. All of them. What is wrong with them? I mean, crazy, huh? It, what is wrong with them? It's nuts. And what is wrong with him? Seriously, he is a sociopath. He was calling people from prison pretending. Just for the thrill of it. Pretending to be their runaway kid. I know. I know. What in the crap? He is so messed up. Like, he got some thrill out of... I I don't get it. I don't... I, it is so mind-boggling. I don't get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And, and the But the filmmaking was great, wasn't it? Like, he'd be talking... Mm-hmm. And he'd be like in the back of a cab, but he's like talking like he's being interviewed. And this guy did deplorable things, and he is willing to just be the subject of this documentary. Can you? Can you? Were you just surprised how many of these people that just? I mean, the family. I can't I, believe they agreed to do this documentary because they any, look like the biggest idiots in the world. I can't believe that any one of them agreed to do this. It just blows it's amazing my mind that they. Not only went through this, but then we're willing to like, I mean, talk about what just wanting to be on TV or something. Is that I just, I, I am sorry. No disrespect, but they're, I just think they're stupid. I just think they are just stupid. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I, I don't know. It's nuts. The whole thing is nuts. I don't understand it. I don't understand why any of them would have agreed to be interviewed because had I fallen for something like that, there's no way. <laughs> no way I would ever cop to it. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. And it is a well-done documentary. I love a good documentary that's done well. And it interesting. is. And guess. Wasn't it creepy at the end, too? Digging in the backyard. and Yes. Oh, I just, oh, I got... Just knots in my stomach. Just ooh. And the kid. He was 14 and he had tattoos. The kid that's missing had tattoos. <laughs> I know. What 14-year-old has tattoos? 
It's crazy. It there are so many unbelievable things about that story. I've never heard a story with so many unbelievable facets to it. I know, and what's amazing is that it's a documentary. I mean, huh? the actual people involved in this are the ones on camera. And it's documented. And you they could not have made that story up and made it into a fiction film because people nope. would laugh it right yep. out of the theater. Yep. If because if they'd been... say, nope, that is unbelievable. Yep. If someone would have said, I've got this idea for a story, it would have been like, that's too unbelievable. No way. Uh-huh. You know? Just fun times. Something <laughs> you get to watch a documentary on something that just never it... could have been. It is so crazy. It is just so crazy. And just how I I just don't understand the sister and the mom and the brother-in-law, like talking to the camera and just the things that they say. I And the sister's <laughs> like, well, our biggest mistake was just believing him. And it's like, you think? His <laughs> eyes were a different color. I know. He, he was like 10 years older. It's insane. Well, and then there's the woman from Virginia that, like, like I don't think she was part of the FBI, but what, who was she part of? The Missing oh, yeah. Children's? Yes, Missing and Exploited Children. She worked like, there, and she was on that case. None of these people come out looking good, except for the private investigator. The private investigator. He, like, watches it him for two minutes, and he's like, uh, nope. Yep, yeah. <laughs> Are you guys all, is everybody insane? Yeah. Because even the woman, that is her freaking job. <laughs> and she works for, like, the federal government, like the Missing Kids Bureau. They gave this guy a passport. They I gave... <laughs> uh, it's insane. <laughs> They let that guy stay the night at a police station. What, unsupervised? Yeah. He's like, it's. it seemed to me that they just let him stay because he said that he didn't want to talk to anybody, but he'll tell them in the morning, just let me stay here overnight. <laughs> what? Oh. It was probably, I'm thinking it wasn't empty. But he just wasn't unsupervised. Like, people were in a different room. Maybe there's always someone at the police station, probably. I, yeah, I guess, I don't know. I, I don't understand how any of this happened. There. <laughs> it was in the 90s, too, not like the 20s. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it happened in our <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I, I can't believe all, like, the red tape he got through just, I, I, I just don't understand it. I just... And... I think the person that worried me the most was the woman who worked for, like, the missing and exploited children. Yeah. It's like, you interviewed him for, like, three hours. I mean, I know that she was one of the ones at the end that was, like... It took the private eye to, like, tell her that something was wrong with him and she's like oh I know I, I kind of felt that too <laughs> you know? well just... there's just she gets one little pass and that is because the family said it was that's true that's and true. you think about it. if you really put yourself in her position and if the family 
says this is our kid, how scrutinizing are you really going to be? Well, when it comes to that family? <laughs> a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should scrutinize a little more. Maybe you should scrutinize. Because... What I love... Oh, is, my gosh. By the end, he was scared. He's <laughs> 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 like... Someone get me away from these people. I swear, I'm not your son. I'm not your son. <laughs> Just let me leave with my fingernails and my toes. Because <laughs> then he turns out at the end and is like, I think they killed the guy that I'm going <laughs> to Yep. And you know what? I believe him. I think it's the brother that's dead, right? Yep. Yeah, that's... I I, I kind of think that kid's dead. I do too. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Yeah. Whether they had the family had anything to do with it or not, don't know. Nope. You know what? It makes perfect sense to me. And um, okay, yeah. so all I could think of was that the only way that this family was willing to bring this French twenty five year old into their home. And pretend that they he was their sixteen year old son was if they did kill him, and they all knew about it. I am a little different in my opinion. I think the brother that has passed there was a brother that had died, right? And then the there was a brother that was supposed to pick him up and didn't. Yes, he OD'd and died. Okay, so I think that guy did it. I think the mom. Knows. knows. Found out. Mm -hmm. The sister, I don't think knows. I don't think the sister was in on it. Hmm. I really don't. I think she wasn't. Um, you think she was, she's just stupid? I think she was just stupid. I really do. And I think the mom knew, though. I think they all knew. Hmm. I think they all knew, and I think I think this guy, like, the chance of this guy pretending that he was their son was, I think that's why they embraced it, because they were so afraid of someday people finding out that, what's the kid's name, Eric or David? I don't know. Whatever the kid that went, originally went missing, I think... I think they accepted this guy because this was their way. If they pretended this was their son, then no one's going to be looking into like a murder. It's a sound theory. You know what I mean? Except the case was closed, wasn't it? It wasn't an open, was it? It wasn't active at least. It wasn't active, but then it got reopened because of the... Well, I think it was just one of those that went cold. Yeah. I don't think it was ever closed. Okay. I think it was just a cold case. Is that different from inactive? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it was closed, but it was either inactive. Okay. So it is a little, why, you know, why would they do that? Oh, because he just out of the blue came up with it. <laughs> so right. Grasped it. I don't know. It's a sound theory. But I'm not totally convinced for some reason that that sister knew. But I don't think they were all in on his killing. I think the brother did it, and they, like, to me, the mom found out somehow. 
and mm-hmm. decided to cover it up. He wasn't a very loved kid. It sounds like there was there was police called. Didn't they say like every week? Yeah, like police, and, and he was only like thirteen or fourteen. So the police were called a lot. The kid already had tattoos. I mean, it sounds like he was, you know, kind of a little shit. You know? Yeah, and they, he had like, <laughs> well, Matt and I couldn't get over one line that they said that was like, you know, he'd like be mad and go off and for a night or two, and we wouldn't know where he was. And we're like, we're, a night or two? Two right, is a that, yeah. big deal. Yeah, much bigger deal than one night. Two nights where you're tween is missing, you know? Yeah. So it, it wasn't a typical household. No, and I also just took it as that whole family is just messed up. So Totally. They were absolutely. They might not even noticed he was gone for a night or two. <laughs> you know? I mean, it really did look, well, because even they said that, like, because the older brother came and moved in and didn't they say that, like, the mom started doing drugs with the older brother? I don't know. I'm pretty sure they did. So, you know, here's this grown woman doing drugs with her, you know, 20-year-old son while she's still got, like, a 10-year-old. Yeah. I mean, not... Not a good family. <laughs> like... <laughs> The kid's probably better off not in that household. <laughs> yeah, it is bizarre. It's so bizarre. But to me, the idea of the older brother like killing him makes the most sense to me. Absolutely. Yeah, that was that is my theory. Yeah. And just for this guy who pretends that he's the missing kid, for him to like tell the police, I think the older brother killed him. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fantastic. I'm
Probably too young for mom's BGs. <laughs> Face. In fact, I know that she's into them now. And oh, is she? <laughs> well, like, dad has them on his iPod for mom, and it's like, that's weird to me. <laughs> Not weird to me. I I remember them asking me to like turn over the record player. <laughs> In fact. I'm the one that has the Simon and Garfunkel Greatest Hits album still from San Diego. Huh. The one that we listened to back when I was a kid. I have that very album. It's so scratchy. (laughs) Yeah, Simon and Garfunkel is one I remember almost most. Simon and Garfunkel and the Beatles. Neil Diamond's huge. Neil Diamond is huge with us. We're a huge Neil Diamond family. We, I have personally seen Neil in concert, I think it's five times. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ranging back from when I was like six. (laughs) (laughs) We love Neil Diamond so much. (laughs) (laughs) Cat's out of the bag. When I was 16 or 17, so back in the day, you would have to, like, there was no internet. (laughs) So if Neil Diamond came into concert, you had to, like, go to the Smith's grocery store and get the tickets there. Yes, that is Utah's Kroger Market. Yes, Utah's, (laughs) yeah, Kroger. And surrounding states. So... Neil Diamond was coming into concert. I think I was a junior in high school. And you had to, like, if you, if it was a popular concert like Neil Diamond, you would, like, literally spend the night in the parking lot for when tickets became available the next morning at, like, 8 a.m. to sell. Right. And dad gave me and my friend Christy... (laughs) Like money. (laughs) And she and I spent the night in a Smith's parking lot to get Neil Diamond tickets for the family. And I remember, like, we were so embarrassed because we were, like, all about, like, the Thompson twins and (laughs) stuff. And we pull up to the Smith's in Provo, and, like, everyone was our age, and we had our. We brought, like, lounge chair, like, those, you know, like, fold-up right. chairs. Because we had to, like, literally spend the night. And we show up, and, like, everyone was our age, and everyone else was getting Neil Diamond tickets for their parents, too. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember, like, 
there was probably like 50 or 60 of us just like in our lounge chairs all night. People would pull up to Smith's and they're like, what concert are you guys getting tickets for? And we're like, Neil Diamond! <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Back in my day, it was wristbands. So you didn't have to do that anymore. Yep, nope, there was But you nice. still had to show up and what number you had was super important. Oh, I remember when they started doing that. Yep. I mean, yep. you were still, you had to come to Smith's at like 8 in the morning, but. Right, right. Back. So, yeah, we didn't have to do the overnight stuff anymore. Yep, this was probably like 1986 or 7. And our sister Catherine, actually, when she was like 5, she was in love with Neil Diamond so much that my mom actually was it mom that framed the I don't know who framed it, but it was in a heart shape frame. <laughs> I watched the jazz singer more than any three year old has ever seen the jazz singer. Catherine and I played jazz singer instead of house. When other little girls were playing house, we played jazz singer. We reenacted the movie. Did you like tear your clothes? Like, You're not my son. <laughs> no one was. Uh, no one was Lawrence Olivier. <laughs> we were. Uh, was her name Dolly? Polly. Polly. We were just Polly and Neil. Yeah, Lucy Arnaz. Yeah. yeah, I think it was Polly. Oh man. Yeah, Catherine was in love with Neil so much that pretty sure it was mom that did it. Framed <laughs> a little picture of Neil Diamond that Catherine is with a little heart shape. <laughs> <laughs> that little like five year old Catherine had on her bedside table. <laughs> yep. I shared a room with her. <laughs> <laughs> Neil. Oh. Man, we love our nails. We love Neil Young too. Yes, we do very much. Before we go, should we tell them the story about the Neil Young Appreciation Society? Okay. <laughs> so we love Neil. We love Neil Young fiercely. Yes, we're talking about Neil Young now. He is very dear to our hearts, and our little brother Matt married a girl, and he kept the fact that she hates Neil Young with a passion from us for, was it years? Year, at least it a year. It was years. It was years, because you, you've got to understand the dynamic here. Our brother Matt has four older sisters. <laughs> 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 Who protect him and love him fiercely yes <laughs> and so and we protect and we love neil and we love neil young this was seriously a probably to a disturbing level. yeah it's probably <laughs> disturbing <laughs> he's the cutest ever we love neil young and so our brother matt started dating b or Bronwyn, and 
he knew it was extremely important that the woman he ended up with be accepted by his older sisters. Yes. And it's not like we're weird about anything. I mean, we would have accepted okay. her no matter what. We say that, <laughs> but we are not those, like, catty people that um, no. would, like, seriously be rude. No, not at all. Not at all. To our brother's wife. We really wouldn't. We're, and we, <laughs> this, you know, we're, we are very easygoing, but <laughs> totally we easy love Neil, and this was a stress. This was an actual stress in Matt's life, us finding out how much... Now, she really, really, really hates him. Hates Neil Young. Like Her father hates. used to play him, and she hated it. And, you know, it was one of those things that she associates with growing up and her dad forcing it on him and just yep. growing up just hating it. So she hates Neil Young as much as we love him. And... I think... I don't think they were married yet, but I think they were engaged... At least engaged, yeah. At least engaged. So Matt and B had been together at least a year before Matt finally let it out of the bag because he was too scared to tell us. <laughs> I think it slipped out. I think B slipped it out. Oh, did she? <laughs> I don't think Matt had anything to do with us finding out. Matt was trying to keep it a secret from us. <laughs> she hated Neil Young so much. <laughs> and then we found out, and then we found out what a big deal Matt was making of it. And it just made us laugh so hard. Because that would never... The fact that someone doesn't like Neil Young is certainly not going to... I don't judge anyone for that. <laughs> you know, I don't care. I like him. I don't expect everyone to like him. But she also is obsessed with rubber duckies. <laughs> she has a collection. And so as a joke, after we found out that she hates Neil Young so much, and we knew that she loved rubber duckies so much, I had the idea <laughs> <laughs> of how funny would it be <laughs> just send her in the mail a severed rubber ducky head <laughs> be received a package <laughs> did it have a letter to it yeah I think it just said from the Neil Young appreciation <laughs> society you know the whole thing is actually chronicled on my blog I could put a post up a link but... we took pictures <laughs> It was a we, whole saga. <laughs> we actually bought a rubber ducky, a little yellow rubber ducky, cut its head off, packaged <laughs> it really nice. <laughs> we did it. We did it in red tissue paper. Yeah. <laughs> I put a little note, like just I think it all it said was from the <laughs> Neil Young Appreciation yeah, right. Society, and we sent it to her just as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it was so funny. Oh, you guys already knew we were sick and twisted. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the funniest things we've ever done. That <laughs> that was so funny. Oh, yeah. 
there was retaliation and more stuff went on. <laughs> yeah. But that was the best. <laughs> I just loved it so much. Just the thought. Because it was just so important to Matt that his, <laughs> his sisters like her and that she liked them. <laughs> and we send her like a severed head of a rubber ducky. <laughs> Good times. Oh, I'm sorry. That's still genius. Thinking about it. (laughs) So so funny. Yes, only.